Or fuck up so many times that you actually get mad. I'm gonna be throwing the mic at this shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of The Many Parallels. Today we are your hosts. Why the fuck did I say today? I fucked. <laughs> take take two. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of The Many Parallels. We are your hosts, Trevor and Zachary. And uh, I think that's about it. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I have a question, uh, well, a quote, I guess, uh, to start this with. What are your thoughts about? Lay it on me, bro. Uh, I'm here. The quote is, better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. What's your thoughts on that? Hmm. So, like, be at a high place in hell, but uh, um, but work for for God in heaven. Like, is that that's my interpretation of it? Better to be the king of hell than right. to be a servant in heaven. Um, <clears throat> I think I think it's easy for people to maybe want to side with that that line of thinking that logic because it's like my right versus your right type of thing like what if somebody is doing something heinous but somebody else thinks it's the most righteous thing ever right so then they might think maybe what they're doing is bad but it's just so therefore like they're a great like they would be the king of hell or whatever like the a great bad person, <laughs> essentially, which is like a real thing. People are glorified for doing essentially pretty sinful stuff nowadays. But like we could talk about whether sins are legitimate or not later on. It's like, I don't know. It's like obviously everybody wants to go. They want to get better and go up like that's the the kind of like the way of thinking you know you want to elevate yourself you want to ascend you know you want to rise above so like think like trying to think like oh you know being being the king of hell so to speak doesn't really resonate with me like i'd rather like sit somewhere in the kingdom of heaven even if that's a non-existent thing like what whatever that higher dimension is rather than the lower dimension if that makes any sense you know it, it does and okay while the exact sentiment and how it's used in uh paradise lost i don't completely agree with but the phrasing of okay you know the the phrasing of it is what will turn a lot of people away i feel like the better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven right I feel just like the, the two terms yeah but i feel like you know if you don't think of hell and heaven literally if you think of them more as an idea. Right. Whereas in the story they are used literally, but that's besides the point. Um, you could compare it to even something like uh, the fucking uh, the story of Exodus. You know, better to, you know, roam the fucking desert for 40 years and <laughs> not have shit than to be a fucking slave in Egypt. Right, you know? right. So it has a similar sentiment in that regard. Um, and... That's kind of well, a who's framing. the who's the king of, or like who's reigning in hell, in the, in the Moses Exodus story. Well, the Jews are taking control of their own life. It 
it, it comes okay, down to semantics okay. of the terms of how are you considering rain? Are you thinking it right. raining tyrannically, or are you thinking raining as just controlling being in, being your own in life? Control, exactly. Yeah. So, in that regard, there is some sentiment, even though then Satan goes ahead and he's like, "Oh well, I'm gonna become a, <laughs> the exact thing I sought to destroy." Fucking shout out Anakin Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Yeah, essentially. But um, yeah, fucking. How familiar are you? How familiar are you with uh, Paradise Lost? I'm not. I'm not. So you gotta familiarize me a little bit. So or a lot of bit. <laughs> I'll do my best. Uh, from what I know, um, from what I've heard, John Milton was like one of the uh, first and also one of the most well-renowned uh, poets that fucking well, wrote in English. Okay. Right. Um, and what the fuck? Uh, uh, so, how do you come to write Paradise Lost? That is not something I know off the top of my head. But well, like I'm pretty sure you know, he said something like the Holy Spirit gave him this message or some shit. He felt but, it was some kind of divi- divine type of yeah. But then he wrote God to be a tyrannical dictator and Satan to be the sympathetic antihero. Mm. I've heard I've heard something alluding to that. Maybe it is that book before, like maybe on a podcast or whatever I was Probably. listening to, where they were like, you know, there's the idea that like this whole realm that we're in is really like run by Satan, and it's like he's kind of our adversary in a way. We're like, so, or not adversary, sorry, uh, opposite companion, whatever. You know, he's like. He's the guy that's there to show us how to enjoy our time in this realm, essentially. But I don't know if that's if that's if you seek enjoyment or like pleasure or whatever, like greed, whatever you know he will represent for you. If you if you think that's the highest thing for you, you know, like if you want more, more, more. If you want, you know, the most, the most, the most. Then like, sure, if you follow his path, he will provide for you a nice life here plentiful life but it's about what's beyond like thinking about after but if there is no after if there's no beyond then it's like what there's no there's no reason to try to live by any certain type of rules while you're here right you might as well just be kind of live and let live which is fine that is a good philosophy but like you want to look out for people too, and that's kind of where it gets tricky, right? When you want to look out for other people and try to warn them or put them onto something that contradicts their way of belief or what they what they live in their life, it's like, it's yeah, it's it's hard to convince people, or sometimes you can't convince people. But yeah, paradise lost, right? That's, <laughs> yeah, so that's, you, that's where we're at. You uh, were talking at the, at the beginning of that. Point you said something along the lines of, uh, I'm trying to think of your phrasing of it, um, that he's kind of like, like a guide um, or something. Yeah, on Earth, which, to some respects, yes, in more respects, no. I'd say he's painted as I, I say an antihero because it's it's painted it, it's uh, I guess a good comparison would be something like uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix, I believe that's how you pronounce the name. Um, where it's like, you know what he's doing isn't right. right. You know he's in the wrong, but you feel sympathetic towards <laughs> him. You feel, you get where he's coming from. Yeah. And that's kind of how Satan's painted. 
um, <laughs> fucking in my notes I have written, essentially it's like a, are you the youngest of your, like, family, of your um, parents' kids? Oh, no, well, between brother. between my mom and my dad, yeah. Yeah, but... I, okay. I'm the youngest, yeah, but okay, let's just say that. The, the analogy I just put was, uh, it's the way Satan felt, which kind of kick-started this all, was like, uh, God got a new kid, you know, his, his new, you know, humans, yeah. and he didn't care as much about the angels, and he felt neglected and shit. So yeah. then Satan, some other angels rebelled, all that bullshit, and they essentially decided to wage a cold war, if you will, kind uh-huh. of like with... You're saying, wait, before you go further, you're yeah. saying Satan didn't, or... See, there's an interesting thing where we got to make the distinction between, like, Satan and Lucifer, I guess. But, like, we it, can do that Okay, again. so in the terms of this story, I will be probably using it interchangeably because I... That's, like, kind of how people use them. Yeah, but then some people also use it because, like, Beelzebub is in this story, too. Okay. Um, and he's, like, Satan's right-hand man. But um, some people interpret uh, Beelzebub being Satan. Okay. But it's not. He's a different demon. Right. And there's also, like, Moloch and fucking... I've heard this, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of other fucking demons and shit, but Lucifer... It just... It basically represents, like, the adversary, like, the opposition, basically. Yeah. Uh, If I'm not mistaken... We could just... Yeah. Satan comes from um, the Hebrew term... Shit, like, like Satan. It's like Ashadam. Yeah. Ashadam or some shit like that, which just essentially means a heretic. Okay. So, I mean, somebody who isn't religious, somebody who doesn't worship God. Right. So, okay. That would. Which is be true. the same. Yeah, it's the same through and through. Yeah. Yeah, but now you, it's come to mean the king of hell. Now, like the worshiper Christian. of the, of the opposition force, like the yeah, you know, like the, we put a we put not a, even the worshiper of an opposition force, just somebody who doesn't worship God. An atheist would be considered. Oh sure, right? And yeah, that terminology, but. I believe actually John Milton had a big part, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, like fucking Dante from uh, Dante Alighieri, I believe that's his last name. Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Divine Comedy, lesser known because nobody knows the fucking two. I'm, I'm not. Parts I'm not so. Uh, yeah, I'm not so like up on it. But like I've heard lots of talk about like you know the fucking, the analogies or whatever in the book. Yeah. So I need to read the actual thing. It's just, it's in a different fucking language, and Final oh, Rights yeah. is great, uh, <laughs> so that's fucked. Um, That'll take some time. Should get my bit. homie on here, though, because he's got, like, three different copies of it. He's actually fairly well-versed in it, and he's also very well-versed in Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit, so that's something you guys could talk about. Is it the Zach? No, it's not. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, another guy? All right. Yeah. But, uh... You got Yu-Gi-Oh homies, and you know, I don't even know them. Yeah. <laughs> I tried letting you know about bro, but, um... All right. I talked to him briefly about shit. Like, even his last name on Facebook, he don't, I don't know why he just put his actual one, but he's Algeri, which is Dante's last name. Okay. Um, anyways, so, fucking that <laughs> and um, John Milton's story, I feel like had a lot to do with how we nowadays interpret hell and Satan, whereas before it, it wasn't as... Uh, like demonized, basically. It wasn't or? red guy in fucking yeah. chair ruling well, over the yeah. nine realms of hell. That's the, that's the thing that we got like so like 
just it's the enough. it's the weird lore of like yeah you know where our not our religion but like yeah society you know where where it's taken it I guess it's over weird time. how influential like Paradise Lost and more over fucking the Divine Comedy have been to Christianity where it's like imagine if. I'm just gonna make a Star Wars Chris. If somebody wrote like yeah. a fucking Star Wars fanfic and they were like, Alright, that's canon now. Yeah. And everything has to go around this and it's like fucking it's it's weird. Oh yeah. It it essentially is a fucking religious fanfic, if you will. Well it kinda is like that with um I could be wrong, but it it does get like that with certain series, bro. I don't wanna name name anything and be completely wrong about it but i'm pretty sure you know i've seen that happen a couple times where it it basically just starts getting taken over by new people the franchise well, that'll, that'll and then always happen if something's around long enough right yes like exactly Wars. right exactly <laughs> yeah. and then it starts becoming all these new things that it never was originally yeah, yeah that's it's co-opted essentially it, it is but it's it's weird because it's not like they were you know, preachers or the fucking Pope or something. It's like they were just random poets. I saw a meme, um, a fucking, like, uh, you know, the Chad versus the Virgin thing, and it was somebody yelling at Dante or whatever, and he was like, oh, I wrote you burning in hell, and I'm the Chad in my story. <laughs> and that's pretty much what the Divine Comedy is. He travels through hell, and he's like, oh, I know you. You're in the opposite political position of me. And you're in hell. <laughs> hell Talk yeah, shit. Right, okay. They're like, oh, you're so right. And oh, yeah. At least that's from a lot of what I hear from it. Um, but then also it's been, elements from it have been uh, adopted in other things, like Halo 3 ODST, for instance, very roughly based off of that. God Tear album by Alisana, uh, A Place with the Sun is Silent, is like roughly based off of that, uh, with elements from their other the emptiness beforehand and such but yeah that was the main one i bumped right there dude the fuck. emptiness bro yeah the emptiness was oh. a banger but dude a place for sun silent is hands down it, it's what the, did the album cover look like on i could look that up right yeah looked now. it up right now <laughs> i do not know how to describe that album art but out of all their albums that's I, that's the only one that's actually held up and that i can listen to for other reasons than just like oh this is nostalgic yeah it's like, like it musically does something for you yeah because like the Emptiness, I love. Oh, yeah, that fucking, album, yeah. Uh, Where Myth Fates, Legend, Golden, you know. All. But I listen to them for, like, nostalgic. I feel like if I were to listen to them and they came out today, I'd, I might fuck with them, but I wouldn't, they wouldn't be as impactful yeah. as they were. Well, that's the thing, like... But a place that sounds like that could come out today and I would fucking be blasting it. it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a moment in time type of thing, you know, where it's like... I appreciate music like that too, where it might not be good for if it came out today, for example, but or people it might go fly under the radar. But we can enjoy the fact that we kind of got a glimpse of it back then, and now we you know we yeah. always know about it if we remember it. So it's so pretty it's pretty dope. I feel like you know the emptiness. It was a lot more popular at the time because it fit a lot more of that kind of era and shit. Right. But I feel like that's why it doesn't live up. It feels a bit more dated yeah. and whatnot. And though it is still really fun cool because, at least from what I know, it's one of the first metal bands or whatever to uh, have, like, a fucking opera-type story through an entire <laughs> album. Yeah. Which A Place of the Sun Asylum then also did. And then I believe they have another one after that called, I think it's, like, Confessions, which... 
I know a couple songs off it, but I, I definitely need to give it more of a listen because, like, from what I've heard, it's all right. But it's just, compared to A Place Where the Sun is Silent, the way that album, I don't know if you really listened to that back in the day. Because when I listened to them when I was a kid, it was like, I did not give two shits about that album. But now it's like, that's my favorite fucking album by them. I'm pretty sure the, the main two that I listened to were that one and The Emptiness. Because that's around the time when we were in middle school. Like, that's like, yeah. those albums are only a, a couple years old at that point. So, yeah, yeah like that... I didn't even realize that they have stuff from 2006. That's literally crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they... That's uh, so old. I'm pretty sure they started in like 2003, dude. Yeah, that's so wild. I keep finding that out about more and more bands. That it's like... They're older than you thought. They started like, yeah, yeah. so much earlier. Fucking, dude, it takes a while. <laughs> dude, I gotta say though, one thing that really sucks about Alisana is like... I don't know, they were, they were so big during the whole scene days yeah. and shit. But... It's depressing now going to see them, and they're playing such small venues. And oh, it's like, yeah. It's like, bro, you guys were like, guys. It, it, I was talking <laughs> to my brother about this shit, and he was like, uh, it's because they don't have that star power. They don't have, mm. you know. Something, like, super attractive or whatever they, about them. They just them, don't or? have a rock star. And, like, yeah. I remember as a kid thinking, like, Sean was, like, a rock star, but he he's not a Chris Franzak, per no, se. He no. doesn't have that staying power. Nope. But. No, but... It, it's it's surprising too that with like you know uh kind of a little mini sort of contrived emo revolution that happened in like 2018 to 2020 with like all these different punk rock artists and stuff coming up yeah, and like emo bands all yeah like- but like you know certain bands that we listened to back in the day they couldn't regain that traction during that bubble because well, it wasn't their type of thing and part of the reason too i feel like is because they're all probably 30s 40s yeah and yeah, it up. doesn't really fit the genre as a whole because it's kind of it's a young teenage yeah fucking yep. shit so it's it's not like you can really write it all that well and they're, ma- they they're, can. they're still they're making these new artists like younger and younger now too like it's not like the scene era where these people were in their 20s no uh, these not are- even bro you know fucking uh johnny frank caleb shaman fucking tech tech they were like 15 when they dropped fucking stick sickle you dude well yeah that's <laughs> fair that's fair that's fair yeah. but there's there's it's like exceptions though like to not all of them are they were like 20 and shit when we got into them but yeah that's, that's what i'm saying like when they were saying they made it yeah but as you were saying they're you find out they're a lot older when they started yeah. they were young as shit agreed agreed um, i mean i know I, yeah. I know even um our last night like you showed me way back then like that that was like my first time realizing like oh motherfuckers have been doing this for a minute <laughs> yeah even they now started, trevor was i think 13 that was crazy. That you took me to like that was technically my second show. I thought it was your first show. I went to Asking Alexandria. Oh yeah, but you didn't like metal or whatever at the time. Yeah, I was like bewildered by <laughs> the whole thing. I was like, whoa. Fucking, I I tell the story to people all the time actually of when we uh, pulled up and Trevor Wentworth was taking pictures and you walked up and you went. I love you. You were so <laughs> starstruck. Bro. It was the most funny shit. But I still I'm... had the, the nuts to be like, give me a hug, bro. And he's yeah. like, aww. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, with his little sunglasses and everything, bro. He It looked like he, straight up him from the music videos, bro. Like, he was like... That's because he is the same dude. I <laughs> know, but you know, I'm taking my brain back then. I'm like, whoa. Like, I'm... Yeah. yeah it's it's like cool. This, 
because I see on you're going to the show for them. You're not expecting them to just be like hanging out like in the parking lot, but like you might have been because yeah. you understand those things back then. I'm, yeah. I'm brand new. Fucking, <laughs> it's well, cool. I Dan said he'd be down to Beyonce. I don't care using his name. He's told me like he smoked with like all of fucking my ticket home and shit. I know at the metal grill shit. back then that was like a super cool spot where you could like chill with all Dude, the bands and shit. I remember at shit. the fucking metal grill. Uh, Pond, you fucking played the Metal Grill, and uh, me and Dan, uh, maybe Dan was 21 at the time, but he was like, he drove me there or whatever the fuck, so we couldn't stay, we would have grabbed a drink mm. land or some shit, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, since like 17 or some shit? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so it said what up, but. Yeah, I know, they had, they had plenty of people pass through there, bro, it, it, it uh, I went there, now it's the. X-Ray Arcade. X-Ray Arcade, yeah, yeah. and I, I went to a show there for. You know who Tiny Moving Parts is? Have you ever heard of them? No. It sounds roughly familiar, but no. Yeah, they're like from Minnesota and stuff. So yeah, that was I went there for their show. That was right before like the lockdowns hit, bro. And that was the last show that I've been to. I gotta I gotta really get to one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm like thirsting for that like experience again. But uh, yeah, no that that place is dope, bro. And uh, so we're yeah. bringing back to a place for Sunnyside and fucking uh. I wish I didn't have my fucking meds because they came to uh, <laughs> Chicago recently for the tenure of that and played it all the way through and I was fucking bedridden. Yeah, you so couldn't I even. Couldn't. And even if I, you know, could get up for that shit, I didn't have the fucking money and it would have been financially oh. irresponsible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, big rip, but. Bro, I remember going to Warped with y'all too. That was fun as fuck. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I remember during, I think it was august burns red or something like that you're like bro i'm gonna go watch like some other shit yeah i don't care for them yeah and then like next thing you know i'm like okay the one band i care about seeing is neck deep and i could not figure out for the life of me (laughs) how to navigate through those grounds so like i was going stage to stage like trying to figure out where neck deep was and then next thing you know i hear them opening and then i see like you and I, th- I don't know if you were with Dan or... Yeah, I, it probably was. Yeah, and I, I like, I'm pretty sure I saw y'all and then I'm like... I think that was the Whoa. year that Metro Station played too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, because I remember, yeah, me and Dan punched <laughs> in the crowd and we both were like... Uh, it was like they're, this crowd was super split because they, you know, alternated stage yeah. for tour. And uh, side for Metro Station or whatever, it was like all a bunch of like little girl, all a bunch of like fucking... It was... And then there was the neck deep side that was all, you know, kids in khaki shorts and shit. And yeah, backwards hats. And, yeah. yeah. And they looked all just not having Metro Station. And me and Dan <laughs> felt out of place because it was like, man, I want to vibe. But like, you guys like the only two dudes because we were like dressed like we were in the neck deep crowd. We were more on that side, but it was like, Metro Station fucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, could so, get, you could get down with either, man. Yeah. That's but, funny. Yeah, no, but then I remember like barely making it in time for the start of that and like, Man, that was the only time I've I've been there, man. That shit was that was awesome. How many did you go to? Like three, four? I think four, yeah. Damn, yeah. But then I didn't go to like the last two or whatever because I was uh peak anxiety, depression shit and didn't like being out of the house for too long. So Mhm. And also there just wasn't as Whole many festival. bands I cared about, I remember, for like one of them and then the other one I don't it was that It just wasn't shit. happening, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a good uh, run that Warped had too. I mean, it, it's not back, right? I'm pretty no, sure. I wish. Yeah. But 
They just put on a big like two day festivals now. Like yeah, like that. That costs like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, warped it was like you know fifty bucks, yeah. fifty for the admission, but. You brought you, know, you you brought you a hundred bucks. You were chilling for the day. Right, that was. You got you some merch, bro. You got yeah. you a hot dog, whatever. Yeah, you, you were got chilling. you a single cup of water for like eight dollars that you had to refill yep. in the sink. Yep, and that's about Dude, it. it. Neck deep too, like they're they're blowing up. Cause I I remember uh, hearing Dan when he was getting into neck deep, he was like blasting a part of me or whatever in the bathroom one day and shower, and I was like. What the fuck are you listening to? I, I remember knocking the door asking him what it was because it was good. Oh, you liked it? And okay. So, um, they played Warp Tour that year. That song really on. did things for them, bro. So, that year, though, or whatever, just, you know, the year range like came out, whatever the fuck year that was, they played a smaller stage, or a smaller stage. They didn't have that big of a crowd. And the next year was the one you came with. Mm-hmm. And holy fuck, yeah, I mean, you remember, they had, yeah, like, one of the, yeah. they played the, I think it was like the second biggest stage there. Yeah, yeah. Like the the whole uh, because the way it works, you know, you obviously know, but for anybody, it's like a just basically a big like pit or like rectangle where it's like a holding container almost. <laughs> a holding container. Where, where like a certain amount of like people can fit, maybe a couple hundred or yeah, a few they hundred. Yeah, fucking stadium bleachers. And then the, yeah, and then it's all rows of bleachers and like so it's basically the like most like the front rows of bleachers were filled up and then everybody was trying to pile in that yeah, that right. pit or whatever like that bottom corral area it's, it's damn near a corral bro <laughs> and like i just remember like being outside on the outside uh barrier of the corral and just watching people like spinning popping up going on top surfing everything and i tried to basically stand on like the barrier and stand on the chairs and stuff and the the so people not getting the crowd the people were coming around telling me like get down get down so i just had to basically stay at the barrier that's basically where i watched the show from was like yeah, right at the barrier the crowd, that's yeah big rip. i mean it was fine though like i I, know, it's still- I got to spectate it more than like get sloshed around but part of the thing with me of like you know i part of going to a show is being in the crowd yeah moving around even though you get covered in other people's sweat and probably a fucking <laughs> beer that gets thrown in the air or some shit, it's a good fucking time. I don't want to go and just sit and watch somebody play. It's like, let's go listen to the album for free at my house. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I I can see it from, like, both. Because, like, I've had plenty of, like, people in my life that just say they would never do what you're talking about. But then, like, I I would do what you're talking about, but I'd also do how they like to. So I, I can go either way, bro. You can swing me both ways. <laughs> fucking bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> musically. <laughs> musically bi. Live music, bisexual, bro. Like, it's, it's just, it's like that. Like, I don't, because I, I really can just, like, appreciate watching, like, everybody doing their thing. It depends on the artist's performance. One thing uh, nowadays a lot of fucking people do is they'll just fucking play the song and lip sync over it and oh. shit. And it's like, yeah. or they'll... They'll play it quiet, or not quietly, they'll play it like half volume, and they'll <laughs> sing with it, but like... No, yeah. It's, it's not the full live fucking performance that shows yeah. used to be, I feel like, at least shows I went to. I haven't been to any in the past, like, literally about almost three years, so I don't know, but um, I would just assume that people are using it as like a new model to go by, you know? Like, okay, there's a new model of 
we can just have a backing track and then like let the crowd do some work and then it's more of a an, a more interactive thing and like with the crowd but b which isn't necessarily true like no, you yeah, can play your on... fucking heart out and it'll be just as interactive but right. but like they would think they get to engage more or focus more on on the crowd and therefore establish more of that connection if they don't have to literally perfectly play their shit but like or sing their shit but it's also like ingenuine a little bit because you're uh, but it's been going on for so long it's just about if like rock is going to adopt that model too and like it has increasingly adopted the model so it's creepy bro i I saw some video i don't remember (laughs) who it was but i think it was like at least a somewhat more popular rapper i don't i don't think about rap shit like that but he was kind of talking about how a lot of rappers these days do that shit. It's just a backing just play track. play the backtrack and they oh, don't yeah. actually fuck sing the lip sync or Yeah. Well, and, a huge thing mm-hmm. with them too with with the modern rappers, even like small local artists I've seen is like they want to have that backing track basically like how you would hear it in the club or something like that where it's like even if their vocals are going, you can barely hear. It's it's just like a faintness, which is maybe what you were saying earlier. Um, vocals real faint, but like, it it doesn't. They wanna they wanna like be hype and like have the energy. Yeah, but then that's it the whole on, thing. It depends on who you're fucking seeing. Some people can do that. Some people can't. And if you mm-hmm. can't do that kind of hype shit, entertainment. Yeah, yeah if you can't entertain with the physical performance or whatever you need to entertain with the musical performance yeah yeah exactly yeah so it it's real it's interesting and like i would say most modern rap i mean there there are people that are really trying to say something and like get their you know get their shit off bro but like it's not it's it's still so like focused on the uh the the beat and how hard the beat is and how heavy that 808 you know hits every single time but like it (laughs) It'll uh, it's like every everything. It'll naturally get oversaturated and eventually like decline in popularity. Been, that's wait. You said what you think has been? That shit's been a bit oversaturated for a minute. I now, understand. But... I feel that too. Like literally since, I mean, a lot of people that I've talked with that are fans of the the kind of current rap stuff, they're like, when Juice died, when Juice passed away, you know, R.I.P. That man. But you know, they're like that. That's when like modern rap music died with him, which. You know, there's lots of arguments against that with new artists that have come up and been successful, quote unquote, with like charting or sales or streams, etc. But like, at the end of the day, I sonically in the music don't hear much progression past 2019 type of type of time. 2019 into 2020, like that's when, in my opinion, modern rap music, from what I've heard, just gets kind of lazy. Like. There's a lot of introduction of like singing and adding different elements. But that's of, been going on forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Where it's like, I don't know. Like it, it's just more, uh, more of the same, and they're trying new things in order to prolong the the life of rap music. Keeping on life support. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I I don't know how long it will last because I remember 2018, in senior year, they <clears throat> they did some kind of a. Uh, I forget if it was in English or what, current events. I think it was current events probably where they talked about rap is the new most popular music and 
our country. Yeah. So, like, it go it went like rap, pop, country, and then I mean I feel like something else. As but as long as I've been alive, I feel like rap has always been the most popular. Even though yeah, it's like I feel there's hip hop and there's hip pop. I've heard people call it. <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's still fucking rap. If you yeah. Know, you literally yeah. Like and I was gonna say like it's weird because the first three genres are low key just one genre they're just pop music rap music on the top of the charts country music on the top of the charts a uh, classification because i always think of it meaning popular like yeah but then it's like well technically you know like at the time limb biscuits was fucking pop music but they're not fucking i would not nobody would consider them pop music that's what i'm saying it's like yeah like it's just pop is like you can go on a technical uh, lane of like, you know, pop has to be this, that, and this. But I agree with you. It's kind of whatever is uh, topping the charts at the time, like yeah. top 40, top 100. But then when I think of pop music as a genre, I think of more poppy kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's a genre, but like there is something. I think it needs a different fucking term than pop, but. No, I know what it, you're saying. Like, it, the, like you're saying, like the Taylor Swifts and yeah, stuff it's, like this. Yeah, it's got it, pop fits, but it's annoying because it's short term for popular. But like pop fits because I would describe it as it feels poppy, bubblegummy, fucking whatever the fuck shit. Yeah, and you can kind of tack that onto any genre, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make it pop yeah. necessarily. Yeah, yeah, unless it's already. Unless, no, yeah. I think I think pop like. In my the way I think of it, when it hits my brain, like pop music, it it just means it's constantly gonna change throughout time, depending on what decade you go back to. But it's whatever's popular at the time, meaning whatever's getting the masses' attention the most. So like, literally, that was the Beatles, and then that was Led Zeppelin and but Pink Floyd, and that shit was always considered its own shit. It was right, like rock ha- hard rock, rock, blues rock, psychedelic yeah. rock, etc. Yeah, yeah, they didn't call it pop. So it's like the right. introduction of but the they, term pop came they, with this kind of poppy shit. Yeah, and so I feel like it. You know, they just kind of called it that because it was popular. But I, th- I think that yeah, exactly without, without having a, another term for it, and then it just yeah. kind of stuck. I think that's right. Like, I think that it was just, like, things like tabloids and, like, magazines and, like, news and all this stuff that were coining them as, like, these are the pop artists of the time. Just yeah. Just as, like, a hip way to say yeah, it. or just because you only have so much space on the page. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> literally, pop artists. But, yeah. like, um, you obviously then have more, like, I'm just going to name drop, like, uh, you know... Uh, Britney Spears esque pop artists yeah. that have been throughout the decades that are like that's kind of what we're thinking. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the idea of like a pop artist, the Taylor Swifts, Rihanna's, etc. Where they're they're singing, they're more like up, like I don't know. You said bubblegum, but like yeah, I what I, that like I agree, but what does this mean? Yeah, you know? exactly. what the fuck does that mean? I yeah. don't know, but that word for whatever reason kept coming up in my brain. Yeah. So it's like I just gonna fucking say it. But I feel like that might even be like a subgenre almost of pop, you know, like bubblegum pop, where it's like that is what we're thinking of, opposed to 
the general term pop music, which is all different throughout time. Well, as I said, I feel like pop. I don't know. You bring up the magazine thing. I feel like that's got to be what it probably was. It's like type of pop thing. Abbreviated because it only got so much room to show you the top artists. So people just started referring to it as that, and then that stuck for that kind of genre. Right, and I could be wrong. This is just what I loosely have a memory of. I think there was like something. You know how they have like the top forty now? Yeah. Like that's like the thing for artists. Like oh, if you're in the top forty, they had like the pop. 25 yeah like the pop 25 you know like oh did you make it in the pop 25 and then if they if they've made it in the pops then they're like you know you're, you're a real successful actor or whatever so it's like it's it was almost like a badge of honor at one point to be a pop artist where nowadays it's like to anybody that is like more musically uh informed yeah yeah <laughs> inclined informed or intelligent i would say like just meaning they have a wider scope and understanding of different types of music then like you're gonna understand that the badge of pop is not like one you should wear proudly nowadays like like if you're in the lane of oh should i trash some people or not <laughs> it's like if you're let's just say it it's not a bad thing it just is what it is if you're in the lane of a mgk or in the lane of a of a Luke Combs or whatever this Fucking guy's Luke name. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who is Luke Combs? But but <laughs> but Combs? but watch this. Watch what? I want to see how many album sales this man said. Okay, so he sold 9 million albums, okay? And and you don't know who this man is. And it's like that's, well, that's because I'm not up to date with but, much. I don't listen to the radio. Right. No, I understand. Neither do I. But it's just like my point is that these. This is a country artist. The other guy is a. Oh, ro- he's it, country, yeah, it, this guy. This other guy is a rock artist. But these yeah. are both like very bubblegummy pop forms of the music. Well, MGK. Yeah, I I'd agree. MGK just makes at least like I, I like his shit, but uh, his punkish shit. But it's definitely just like. It's formulaic he, he's type formulaic, of... like, he just kind of used AI generation to make... Like, yes, yes, <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> so, but it's like, it's not, it's not bad, but it's not, like, fucking crazy... It's fucking, not, it's not groundbreaking. Yeah, if we want to talk about good fucking, like, punk rap... Yes, artists, yes. Fucking, and and uh, just know, whatever... Real Lotus, bro. Oh, I, um, I love bro. Yeah, yeah. Lil Otis kills it. Same with the fucking every time I die. I used to listen to him like religiously. Him and Coldheart. I don't know if you know who Coldheart oh, is. Oh, I, man. I listen, I, Both of them were so I like... I listened to Lil Lotus for like... That was like the only artist I listened to. And if I wasn't listening to him, I was listening to Every Time I Die, which if you're not familiar, it's his metal band. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know. Yeah, bro. I only knew him as that, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's a screamer of Every Time I Die. Fucking... Great ass band to make like how long early has 2000s how long how long has he been with the the band because I is that not no but it's like is I'm that before sure, his solo stuff or I think it's after because okay. uh, most of the members of it if I'm not mistaken uh, are like other rappers and other yeah. kind of fucking uh, people in that scene too. And they were just like, they all grew up on the metal shit, so they were like, all right, let's get it rolling. <laughs> what the fuck did I just click? I'm trying to, trying to read. Yeah, it's interesting how like that happened to a few people where, you know, a lot of them were in bands, right? And then they 
liberated themselves, so to speak, and like Wait. started a solo career. I'm fucking retarded. I said every time I die, that's that's a different fucking band. Okay, okay. It's okay. if I die first. Oh, that's what it is. I, I was saying every time I die, that's a different fucking. I've uh, heard. Band. I've heard. But I'm pretty uh, sure it's one of their biggest inspirations. The name's similar. Right. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. Um, some of their songs, I believe. Now, now that you mentioned the name, because I remember him. I think promoting it. And I was like, oh, he's doing metal. That's, yeah. you know, that's crazy. They got a song with uh, See You Space Cowboy, uh, and that song's a fucking banger. I don't know if you know See You Space Cowboy either. But. I've only heard the name. I don't know the music. Uh, I know Dan likes them a lot. I prefer uh, If I Die First. But uh, they're, they remind me of, like, uh, Fall Troy type shit. Oh, that's cool. Um, but uh, If I Die First has more cleans, and I, I like that. Yeah. I like the girly singing style i don't know <laughs> what it is about that but with metal it just sounds so good yeah it's like meant to be type of yeah, thing yeah match made in heaven <laughs> <laughs> for real though um how do we start talking about him lotus how do we start talking about him yeah oh we were talking about we were talking about yeah pop, like bad bad rock yeah fucking, yeah so i had to say a good artist and then good and rock. i just slam and mgk and you know i I don't when, like him at all. That's very, my opinion. I would, very, uh, I'd step take. on his feet. Yeah. Very hot take. All music is good in its own respect. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> Neckbeard it, will not it, agree, bro. It's a it's a purely su- it's a purely subjective thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I thought about that before too because I was like, well, somebody could. You know, it's the way that. It's a really interesting concept because I, I got into the thought of it with this like. When you describe hot or cold, it's like neither of those are right or wrong. You're just describing what it what the actual thing is. It's just temperature that you're experiencing. So when you say this music is good or bad, it's neither. It's I mean, just it's like just sound a, you're experiencing. I feel it's a bad analogy just because you can measure temperature very accurately. Uh, no, it's real, but it's like it's you're describing the same thing like just the you're describing temperature it's not hot or cold it's just temperature it's the temperature it's just what what it it is is hot or cold depending on however many fucking but but fahrenheit calvin fucking celsius that's not true though (laughs) that is true no because (laughs) what's hot to somebody might not be hot to somebody else and what's cold to somebody might not be cold to somebody else so you're talking about relative temperature not you know there there is you can tell if it's hot or cold but you're saying relative to your own feeling like there's gray area Let's agree with that. Like, there's gray area where, where, I just say where it, it gets it depends it gets on how foggy. you're measuring. If you're talking about relative to your own perception, then yes, if you're talking about scientifically, then no. But that's all there is. Like, everybody's own perception. So, what's outside of your own perception is what it is. It's just the temperature. But then there's things like the sun, bro. You're gonna go touch the sun and be like, this is, this is freezing. <laughs> I don't know. Bro. I don't know what that that big old <laughs> that big old ball is up there bro it's just a it's a hologram put up there by fucking nasa china oh or china whatever something like that yeah like nasa and china same thing the world powers (laughs) (laughs) yeah no they probably they probably got another one in the works right now dude they're gonna (laughs) sun too yeah (laughs) yeah sun it'll be uh it'll be like 
more luminous, bro. More just, luminous. Just wait more for energy it. Saving. Yeah. <laughs> energy saving sun. Uh, <laughs> wait for this to come out. Dude, we have something to talk about for the next ep though. Um well maybe not the next, but soon. Uh it's called I'm pretty sure Mino, like M E N O, something like that. And it's supposed to be a city that is like it, it makes Dubai look like crap out in the Middle East. It's like a new Middle Eastern project. Is it like wall fucking? I think it is. Like in the wall type thing? Yeah, I think yeah. that's correct. I saw that shit, like the concept of it. It's supposed shit. to be I so thought, crazy. When I first saw that, I literally thought it was concept art for some new sci-fi shit coming out. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> it looked, so I was like, dude, this is a sick-ass idea. It's like, it's not, if you were to make a halo ring, but <laughs> flat in the middle of a desert, like, yeah. that's sick as fuck. And I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is actually, actual underway right now yeah, this is an actual architectural fucking thing they're trying to do what <laughs> dude they said there's gonna be like um like the the biggest hotels the world's ever seen like flying cars which i don't know how you pull off flying cars but apparently dude, the they're problem with flying cars is where the fuck do you drive them there there's so much fucking air it's like you'd have to have like a radar system and yeah it, it, flying cars the dumbest shit i ever fucking heard of maybe hover cars if you want <laughs> You know, but it's extra. You being extra for that? Like, why you yeah, gotta make exactly. them hover? Tires do fine, but I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. why, why? You don't need your shit to fly. And you know how many motherfuckers, you know, fucking do not take good care of their car. You know how many motherfuckers just be fucking plummeting out of the sky, right? Bro? Right. That would like, not be a good time. You're gonna follow the exact like drop down laws when you're supposed to lower your car. No, no. motherfuckers are gonna wait. Which they're gonna be like, oh, I know my car, even though their gas light's been on for the last <laughs> fucking twenty miles. They're gonna fucking dive down and exactly that's it <laughs> yeah like it, it is so much like other like dystopian like cyberpunk type of stuff that they're doing too which we'll talk about but uh that just i don't know it popped into my mind like dang they're they're making mino or whatever Mino. <laughs> it's supposed to be uh no i'm i got it backwards neom Neom. Yeah, so it's like Neo, which is like the future, obviously, and then like it comes. The M. Does that mean the future in like Latin or some shit? Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, Neo, whatever, and then um, like fut- I, futuristic uh, of yeah, the okay. future. I wasn't sure if they were just big Matrix fans or some shit. Right. <laughs> I swear though, like th- that's why he was called yeah, Neo. Yeah, I, I figured right. then that's why I asked if it was like Latin <laughs> or some shit or um Greek, whatever the fuck. And like the M comes from some word in like Arabic. Or I pretty I could be wrong. I think that's the language Arabic, um, which is like. I think it stands for, city. So like future city, you know, it's just simple. But like, uh, I already look at Dubai and I'm like, Dubai this is lit. this <laughs> this is like, the new Atlantis almost. You know, like if you if you think you, it's gonna fall into the sea. It, well, I mean that's like literally <laughs> apparently if like rising sea levels are a real thing then like it will eventually and like before many other cities it will eventually get flooded out and stuff but i don't even like when i hear dubai i just think of there is this fucking video of like some kid on like uh laughing gas and he's like dubai's lit my boy racco that's all i think because me and dan were geeked you've never watched like uh i don't know shit i know it's like a big ass fucking like Bro, it's literally, it was literally, you know, you think Egypt and you think like, oh, like desert for miles and miles. I don't think that. That's that's a stereotype. 
but <laughs> but you know like that's what i'm talking about yeah, the stereotype so like okay that's like where they literally were like in that stereotype the sand dunes and it became this you ut- like not i want to say utopic but like because it's not is it along the- no it's not along the suez canal is it no but it's right on the arabian sea yeah, yeah and and dude mm-hmm. like it, it, okay, you can say this about Nevada in the exact same way, where, like, it's in the middle of a desert. Like, that whole fucking city should not exist. Like, it's taking literally absurd resource, like, consumption in order to feed this, like, hub of a city that is Las Vegas or whatever that, like, shouldn't be. Th- I mean, any big old concrete jungle you can get into that of like why do we have these big concrete jungles but it's just like they could be energy heart like harnessing harvesting things i don't know like the shapes of skyscrapers are very weird i don't know i'm not a skyscraper conspiracy theorist but it's like the simple conspiracy theorists i mean there's gotta be there's yeah i guess there's conspiracies for anything but you know just the simple thing is like that i've heard about them is like they're like a stupid way to live like why are we just building up and like not out like why Uh, can't because it takes up less space exactly exactly like why can't we get more utilization out of a smaller fucking plot of land yeah but like Everybody should have their own land, like in an ideal world. Think, yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. I think cities as a whole. It's perfect people for that, that. It's like. To not have land. Even small cities like this nowadays, it's like, you know, back in the day, people, you know, you know your neighbors. Uh, I forgot where I heard it, but I was watching shit and do said something about how, like, um, newspaper used to be like, oh, fucking. Brian got a new fucking... He got his door painted or some shit. It was like, actually, what the fuck was going on in the city? Not, oh, the world's, world's gonna end. Oh, fucking yeah. China's about to invade fucking Taiwan. And then they're gonna fucking... Fear shortage. And yeah, exactly. For fucking clicks. Which, one of the... It, it's one of the bad things about having a, um, you know, free market in terms of... Uh, the press? The press, yeah. I, I think there is benefits to it, but people have kind of learned you know, how to take advantage of that. And whether they realize it or not, because evolutionarily, we have a tendency to focus on um, the more negative things because, well, you know, it's, it's good to remember where there's, oh yeah, there's, there's uh, some berries over here that are edible, but you don't need to remember that as much as, there's a fucking tiger over here that's gonna fucking maul me, so I need to not go over there. It's like, we tend to remember the negatives more and it catches our attention more because Fucking yeah, well, it, it's playing on the, uh, it's playing on the idea of humans being able to ponder the future, you know, like we don't, we don't know it. I don't think if any other animal deeply ponders their future, I don't think so. I think that's like a distinctly human feature. So like that is literally being messed with anytime you consume that type of information like you're talking about. So to wrap it back to what we started here with Paradise Lost, we're going to go the religious route of it is, um, you know, we ate from the uh, tree and that essentially gave us, you know, this... Nutrition? (laughs) Yes, it gave us nutrition (laughs) and that is all we needed. Bam, end of story. The nutrition of... What if if that was fucking... (laughs) 
That's the Bible. They <laughs> ate, they ate from the tree and they got the nutrition they needed to go on. Instead <laughs> of dropping dead. No, we, we got the nutrition of knowledge though. And, uh, well, it sent them into needing nutrition essentially, right? From eternal life to being mortal or whatever to like, they need um, to feed themselves and stuff. I believe, fuck that. Okay, random side tangent that I think is fucking hilarious to think about. Because uh, when you think of you think of the Garden of Eden, you think of the snake seducing them. You think of a normal snake, right? Yeah. But it's not. It's a fucking lizard because one of the things, <laughs> uh, Satan or whatever, snakes were cursed by God after seducing us to not have legs. So they had legs before that means. So that means they were just fucking lizards. Are you sure that he wasn't talking about just the people? How do you know? It's the Because uh... we have legs. He cursed the snake. Uh, and then women were cursed with like, uh, oh, you're that's right. why they feel pain for well, childbirth I, I or thought, some shit. I thought the way that that it was interpreted was like, that's interesting. It could be just a fucking weird I, translation. I, I, I things, thought the, my understanding of it was like, if you act like the serpent, then you will end up like the serpent. Like you will be essentially like, like he'll put you on your belly and shit. Like take away your legs or whatever like like so you're saying god was like threatening us right (laughs) yes essentially like now like because of what they've done acting like the serpent all you who come after who act like the serpent will be i don't know like (laughs) turned into the serpent but why would he want to take their legs away so one thing in paradise lost as well when satan after seducing and getting man kicked out of the garden Man and woman, but man, just meaning humans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking human. He went back to hell or whatever. He got punished back to hell, and obviously, snakes were fucking <laughs> no legs and made to crawl on their bellies. Uh, it was like that it, word it, was used it, at least in John Milton's shit too. So it makes it sound like dragons, right, or something. Like it sounds like a like a dragon or something before, like according to what you're theorizing. I mean. Just a lizard with a more arrow head instead of... But, like, why? Like, why would they run with the snake instead of the the lizard, right? It's, it's just a weird thing. Like, why do, Why is the snake synonymous with that, the devil, instead of... So, you something know what I've heard is just, like, evolutionarily speaking, back when we were chimps and shit, too, snakes were always a big predator to us in, like, Africa and shit when... Uh, you know, swinging from trees and we were vibing out there, fucking monkey. Uh, you know, snakes would be coiled up in trees, hiding in bushes. They're ambush predators and they were one of the, uh, you know, one of the most dangerous threats to us. Like, yeah, there's tigers and shit, but that's, that wasn't something as problematic for us. Whereas no matter if we're on, in the trees, if we're on the ground, snakes are a fucking problem. And so evolutionarily, I believed that like we've developed just innately fuck snake attitude and that's why so many mythologies depict reptilian creatures yeah. like dragons and shit and there's like a there's... serpent in everything yeah exactly there's always a everything. serpent there's fucking <laughs> Jormungandr there's fucking uh, fuck what is it I forget the Aztec one but it's yeah fucking... yeah many native like yeah. peoples no, many just delete, believe every in culture that. all over yeah. and then like the Chinese Japanese dragons are serpents it's weird how some of but, them are benevolent and some of them are malevolent. Like, they're, yeah. like, good and bad and Yeah, that's stuff. what I was going to say, though, because um, it is weird that... 
maybe it's just part of us is innately drawn to the curiosity of reptiles because they are one of the more weird creatures, I guess, that we could see. Um, so maybe it's curiosity thing or maybe it's evolutionarily we're scared of snakes. Well, isn't it like we have yeah. like a, a reptilian part of our brain and a mammalian part of our brain and that's like, like, those I'm are the two... You, but I'm not cold-blooded. Those are the two strong, like... It's it's just more of like a, like the way that we act essentially like, we, like. Reptilian, I I can't describe both of them. I don't want to say it wrong, but like, one is more like, essentially like you say, cold blooded or like. Like okay, conspiracy theorists would say. Zuckerberg is a lizard. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, oh, royal white people are like, they have, they're like more reptilian uh, dominant in their brain, and then like, whatever melanated if people are more mammalian. We branched off evolutionarily speaking. Yeah. Uh, before reptiles, like the mammal tree became something before reptiles were even a fucking thing. So okay, we wouldn't even right. be reptile brained uh, at all, but. Maybe wrong about that, but I'm almost positive we split off around that time. Uh, that like the synapsids, yeah. I don't think synapsids are technically lizards. So let me read this terrible article right here from American Natural History. Our older lizard brain keeps our bodies working and provide basic survival motivations. Our newer, more developed mammalian brain improve our emotions and memory. We're saying lizard, but we mean reptile. (laughs) Yeah, it does say lizard brain, oddly enough. Wrinkly cortex helps us plan, predict, and use languages. All these regions work together. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just a weird way to describe, I, th- I think, parts of the brain. I don't know if it literally means, like, <laughs> we have the part, the same parts as a Yeah, I, I, I think what it's, it's supposed to be like a it's kind of It's kind of our, 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 our old primate brain, and I, I think our more, the thing that they can't fucking explain brain. Where it's I like, think how did what people are grow? doing is they're saying like our analytical brain versus our creative brain, perhaps because for, yeah, I mean, in most fiction and shit too, you'll see the lizard. If there's like lizard men, they're usually seen as a bit more anecdotal, fast because re- it's how lizards seem. They're just like yeah, around they very twitchy. I guess like they're analyzing shit. Yeah, mammals, bro. Mammals are just. I don't know. They're chilling. Yeah, we are. We uh, we did. I think we defined. I can't fucking all these fucking words. I know amniotes, dates and stuff. Amniotes, yeah. tetrapods, synapses—it's all fucking science, dick shit. Whatever. I know. We don't even. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other rabbit hole <laughs> there. How did we even fucking get to this? Uh, we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about serpents and stuff too. Oh yeah, I was gonna say too. I think it's weird that um, because I I've heard a couple different people propose the idea that you know we dislike serpents and whatever and it's inspired a lot of dragons and shit because of that uh monkey hate snake thing but um then i think it's weird that like the japanese and chinese dragons are seen as benevolent uh in a sense but they're 
It's really fucking interesting. I, I think the dragons there are way cooler than fucking European dragons. European dragons are kind of gay as fuck, if I'm being honest. But <laughs> they're really cool because it's like they're tied to like nature. They're essentially, you know, giant nature spirits. If yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's like they usually are. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't even necessarily say lawful. Like, are you familiar with the D and D alignment chart at all? No. Uh, mm. fuck, cause for them, the uh, people who are, I would consider, like, the Chinese, Japanese dragons are, like, lawful, neutral, but how it works is, like, there's lawful, neutral, uh, and chaotic, which, you know, lawful means you have, like, a code of some sort, neutral means you just kind of live and let live, chaotic is you live to be a fucking nuisance, I guess. Yeah. And then there's that, and then there's also good, neutral, and evil, which... Are you doing it for good? Or are you doing it for evil? Or do you not give a fuck at all? Right. So then, it's an axiom. There's, you could be one of the nine. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I got it. I'm, I'm surprised. I feel like I did a terrible explanation, but... I mean, it, it's, it's just it's, like a hierarchy, bro. I get it. It's like, yeah. It, it's just like a chart thing that fucking... I don't know, old D&D used in force. But were you connecting that to something? Like I was connecting it to the Chinese and Japanese dragons saying that they are oh. lawful neutral, I'd say. Okay. Because they... But what do you view the European one as then, or stuff like that? It depends on the interpretation, but a lot of the time they're kind of depicted as chaotic evil. Yeah. Uh, sometimes lawful evil, but they're almost always evil. Okay, right. Whereas Japanese Chinese ones are, I would say, mostly neutral like indifferent to I know humanity, I know um in in good. South American uh civilizations they had benevolent ones as well like yeah. so so like the Inca the Inca tribe like they had I only know this because of Quetzalcoatl Yu-Gi-Oh. that's that's the name of the Aztec serpent I think I was thinking of Is that a good one? Uh yeah he is the creator god it's a, he's the guy who brought wind and rains too, but yeah, interesting, yeah. dude. Yeah, I think the one in uh, I think it's like something similar in the Inca in South America. It's like it's it's actually real crazy because <laughs> they're called uh, from what I understood, they were called like. Amurica or something. The Amaru. Yeah, and then when when you have a bunch of them, they're called, uh, like, oh, how is this spelled? A M A R U. Amaru. Probably pronounced. Yeah, and then when you have a bunch of them, it's like Amaruka, Amaruka, uh, and then it's it's real interesting because like that's what our country is named, America. I, that's got to be a crazy coincidence because we're named after Amerigo Vespucci. But is so that like, really what it is or is that some like BS and we're actually named after a serpent from South America that they that knew about the for case. a long time? Could be the case, actually. Yes, bro. It, I and think then, that's like some third eye open shit right there. But like, if I'm not mistaken, is Amerigo Vespucci Italian? Yeah, but... I, I've watched like some stuff where like they they like decode like many different examples of that which this is the one that I can only recall right now but like they they'll do that where they name stuff after a guy but then it, it's like upon further research you figure out that it's also synonymous with this other thing so it's like did they really name it after old boy for like 
whatever apparent reason or non-apparent reason and then it just matches up like like you said it could be pure coincidence but then again our coincidence is real i don't know i don't know if coincidences are real coincidences are definitely fucking real i think everything whether like, they happens are, for a reason though. yeah oh, okay i was gonna say whether they are dictated or not yeah so i guess um it's like it's like we just can't understand everything like but everything happens for a, a freaking reason dude like it's just be, like a coincidence means it's beyond our understanding. That's kind of how I look at it. I had a long debate with this guy I worked with a while ago where like he died on the hill that coincidences were different from fate or what's just going to happen. And I'm like, no, they're, they're the same thing. Like a coincidence is just what's going to happen. Like, and like it, like it's if you want to say that like it, it's pure like i don't know okay so I fate mean, is the same thing coincidences to me. uh i mean he I, he said that fate has divine intervention or like divine presence to it where coincidence doesn't that's, that's something that I, I i don't know where the notion comes from but i remember you know always thinking as a kid and i'm sure there's people who still think this to this day like that Christians or whatever, you know, there's this book of fate or whatever, and you believe that your life's kind of mapped out. Because hmm. uh, I remember thinking that was one of the things that drew me away from it. It was like, oh, I my life's not dictated. I'll do what I want. But that's not the fucking case. We literally, you know, we have free will. That was what separates us from all other of God's creations. Which back wait, then, wait. So you were saying back then you didn't like it? Why? Because because it, I I thought that it was essentially saying that my book or my. My book is already written. My story is oh, okay. already dictated, and it is and you, going to you go said, away. And you said, no, I have free will? Yeah. And I said, no, I I don't like the, whatever yeah. reason, uh, the idea that it's all written out doesn't sit comfortably. But then, I don't know where I got the notion of that's what, you know, Christians and Abrahamic religions believe. I mean, maybe Muslims do, but I doubt it, because oh, uh, I don't okay. know much about that. But so, okay. Because when, you know, that that's what separates us from, as I said, all of their God's creations and even the angels and shit, which brings me to something that I was going to bring up earlier when we were talking about Paradise Lost, but kind of forgot. Um, so what I was going to say was, uh, if the fucking angels don't have free will, how the fuck did Lucifer rebel and do all this fucking shit? Because they supposedly don't have free will. So that's why I'm like, how could they rebel? You don't, I mean, you can yeah. have like a riley little dog or yeah. whatever that's a douchebag but it's like they're not gonna fucking rebel against you to overthrow your fucking yeah. shit and and it goes back to the same uh kind of paradoxical question of like why did he have to make them make the two his two first uh creations adam and eve fall from fall from grace like why why why'd you let it happen it so if you're the almighty he gave them free will and he kind of just wanted to see what lesser beings i guess it's it's a weird thing it's like a it's, test right yeah he, that we were meant to fail it was like you can have paradise you know you literally have all this and there's one rule do not eat the fruit from this fucking tree but he gave them free will so that they could if they wanted to and then they Fucking Eve got seduced by the serpent. See the way then, that I picture that is like this, like this, just this real beautiful snake, like 
started wrapping around like the tree or something and then she was like you know she's just like a normal woman and was like oh you're caring i want to go eat like i want to go over by the snake and like eat the (laughs) eat the apple and then like what could be so bad about it and then next thing you know like adam's like bitch like (laughs) babe what you doing like damn like we weren't supposed to eat from the tree I need to read the actual Bible. And then he starts eating it too. And then they go together. Because he's like, I can't can't be without her. Like, because that's what it's all about. Like, yeah, you got to... So, yeah, that... Okay, in Paradise Lost, it goes... uh, Eve had a dream beforehand, uh, the night before, of... I think she ate from that tree or whatever, and then she was whisked away with an angel to heaven or some shit, and it was like this super awesome shit. And she told Adam, and he was like, okay, well, don't eat from the fucking tree, dog. And then <laughs> yeah. she went, and there was a snake who, Seduced you know, her. Yeah, he was the same motherfucker who gave her the dream, and, like, Lucifer was the angel in the dream, whatever the fuck. And, um, yeah, he seduced her into eating it, and, you know, he was like, oh, you know, God doesn't want you to eat it. Well, it's probably because then you'll be his equal, and he doesn't want an equal. He wants to be the all-powerful ruler of everything and shit. So then she was like, yeah, all right. And she fucking ate it. And it was like, oh, yeah, she felt fucking amazing for a good minute or two. And then she kind of felt regret. She went and told Adam, like, yo, I fucked up and ate the apple or whatever. And convinced him to do so as well. uh, So that their punishment would be like, you know, you know. Together? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, we're we're the two humans, you know, let's uh, let's take, take the fall away from me. Yeah. When realistically, it's like. Actually, bitch, Adam was first. Yeah. And then fucking, uh, you know, Eve was made from his rib or whatever because he was lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Did you also know the name Adam literally just means man? Interesting. Okay. It's translated from Hebrew. It's like Adam. But did you know? It's just man. But did you know that before Hebrew, in the ancient Egyptian culture, the uh, sun god... His name is Adam. Sun God is fucking Ra. That's Adam's son. I'm pretty sure. I look know, up, I'm thinking of Ra's son. Look up A-T-U-M. Um, A tomb. Yeah. I, I, but it's no coincidence, though. It's no, it is no coincidence. Well, yeah, languages inspire they, one another, obviously. I, I think that the Hebrews <clears throat> found out what... But the Egyptians were on, and then, because basically, from what I understand, Greek and Hebrew kind of have origins around the same time, so they don't know who was. I'm pretty first. sure there is some rune shit found that like Egyptian, um, Greek, Hebrew, and a couple other languages, like from around that time, all evolved from like essentially one. Part oh, of okay, but, right, right. But there's only a few pieces and it's like super fucking old so it's in like really poor quality it's hard to kind of make out a lot of it it leads me to believe we don't have shit but like that it uh, it comes from a central idea or something like that yeah um which makes sense i mean a lot of religious ideas are kind of shared and tossed around between different cultures and such you could draw many parallels (laughs) (laughs) that's that's crazy no like you you can yeah and um Something I've been noticing. Fucking another thing too, of um, you know that's that's why like 
Judaism and then Christianity and mm-hmm. Islam fucking after the fact, uh, you know, they uh, differed because back in like, uh, what the fuck is the term for when you have like a pantheon of gods? Uh, when you're not a monotheist. You're polytheism. Polytheism. <laughs> uh, polytheistic religions, a lot of the time it was like, you know, there was a few cases where it's like we have our set gods. Yeah. But a lot of the time it was like, you know, the Greeks and the fucking Egyptians, they... They had like they pull up and be like, "Hey, have you heard about this god?" And they was like, "Oh no, that sounds fun, cool. I'm gonna add them to my list." Type oh, shit. And like like they had like dozens and dozens. Yeah, of exactly. Gods, There's right. like endless shit, and like because they I have think their it main com- ones. It comes but, from the idea yeah. in my head. This is an idea that these are all just false gods, bro. Well, one thing too is um, these are all you have to think just of men. These uh, societies, they may be connected. They may do some trade together, but they're not as connected as we are nowadays with the internet and all that shit Mm -hmm. so it's like you hear about uh, a tomb you know and you hear his story and then you kind of retranslate it and you put into your own fucking words because the way you tell a story that you hear from word of mouth it's gonna be you know even if i tell you it how i say you're gonna tell it different then somebody is gonna interpret one small part and through time it will fucking change and shit yeah yeah and so that happens with all these small farming cultures and shit and they only kind of worship the gods that matter. It's like, okay, well, we mm-hmm. we need the sun to grow our it, crops, and we need rain and shit. It so. happens again and again. Like, they, I, I, I'll just put it like this. Earliest, the earliest Egypt, I don't know about earliest Egypt, but, like, from what I understand, earliest Egypt worshippers of Atum, Adam, whatever you want to call him, Atem, um, then it, it transitions to worshiping of Ra because Ra is like the equivalent of Jesus. Like Real quick, I'm looking at the uh, phonographic pronunciation of it and it's actually pronounced Yatamu. Okay. Yatamu. But then it later became abbreviated to just uh, Yatum and then that somehow became Atum. Right, right. But yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, over time, <laughs> it gets morphed. Yeah, yeah. it gets morphed um, as languages shift to dialects and then just word of mouth shit going yeah. around. Um, so, like, they start worshipping, like, he is the sun god, the creator of the sun, Adam, Atum, sorry, and then, you know. It transitions, like, his children are raw and set. So, like, basically, raw is the sun, and set is the darkness. Sunset. You hear it? <laughs> Sunset. Yeah. And then, um, like, we use it every day. And, and it, it literally is the same thing with, like, Hebrew, where it was uh, Elohim or whatever. And then Yahweh was his son, along with Baal, B A A L, Baal, Baal. And then it it went to, like it went to Yahweh worship his his son. After it was originally Elohim, so it's like it just it it always transitions into the worshiping. Baal is a Middle Eastern. It just says he's in many ancient Middle Eastern communities. He's God of. Uh storms but uh, oh yeah but it does say it does come from hebrew as well so isn't this interesting yeah and and i I felt like i heard that before that's why i looked it up they had transitional periods in in the jewish 
amongst the Jewish kingdom where like they went through Baal worship, where like they start worshiping Baal instead of Yahweh. No, no. okay. This makes way more fucking sense. It's not that they didn't worship Yahweh. It's because in the Torah, you're not supposed to call God by his name. Yeah. Baal just means Lord, owner, possessor, master, leader in but, Hebrew. So they were just saying Lord, master. Wait, uh, for who? For Baal? For God, yeah, Baal. Baal. But it, it, or however it's actually Hebrew's word now. Baal. No. But it, it, that's like a thing that like they just started using it that way. But originally, from what I understand, like the original God was El that they had. El, Elohim, Elohim. They actually don't know where that comes from, but they do still use that. That was like El, the first word. Yeah, El is used as like a... Um, what the fuck is the term that you add to that? A suffix. It's you. I believe suffix, right? Yeah, suffix. but it's used a suffix on it. Just, it just means it just means it just means the the like the like the way that the means like exist. L just means the like the the thing that exists. From the what one. I've heard, and I mean, I looked it up here too. Again, I, I can't verify because it's using brave summarizer things. So it's got a bunch of sources here, but um, L. Uh, from what I heard, they don't actually know where it originally uh, originates. They think it's Elohim, but, you know, whatever. They're not positive on that. But it is used as a suffix to mean God or, like, something in relation to God, whatever the hell. Yeah, but <laughs> that's because originally they were calling it Elohim. Like, like the other extension of the word, like, Ohim, is, like, that was who they worshipped. Like, whoever that God was. Like, that's my understanding of it. And then he had offspring, which is the two, Yahweh and Baal. And then they suppress Baal and, and rock with Yahweh, but they're not going to call him Yahweh in the Bible, or in the text, rather. Like, they use this other word called, like, Ad Adonis, or, like, something like that. It starts with an A-D. Uh, no, no, it's, like, it's Hebrew. Like, they just used a different... Where Greek and Hebrew actually are real similar or something like that. That's what I read. And like, what's Hebrew is fucking because they co they both know. come from the same place. They come from Phoenician like dialect or mm. whatever. So it's like, yeah. um, basically, bro. Like <clears throat> my point is just initially that, or essentially that, it it always seems to digress or devolve into. Let's worship this new thing that is like, let's worship this new thing that is connected to and is the representation of the original thing, which is weird because why do we need to move away from the original thing? Is that just what time does? Like we oh, need, well, yeah, we need a new, without it. we need a new like savior essentially. I, I don't think it's like intentional. It just, it happens through time. Yeah, um, but, I could see that. So Elohim versus Yahweh. Yahweh is God's name. Elohim is just the word God. So, like, the word for God or, like, God is Elohim, whereas Yahweh is literally the name of God. And then what happened with Hebrew, because I heard there's already there's a current discussion about Adonai being too much, but they didn't say Yahweh as much. They started saying Elohim, meaning God. But then they felt like that was too much, even though L is still added to the end of everything to 
mean God is a suffix, but and then that became Baal or whatever. Uh, maybe there was another step in the middle, and then that became Adonai and whatever else it might have been. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that, so I'm it's not... a lot of evolution of Hebrews being. They're like, oh, this is the current debate because Adonai also means something around like my master or something. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, my lord. Or which whatever. you know, you were talking about Adonis or whatever. Maybe that's, I think it was what you were saying, Adonai or whatever. Uh, yeah, Adonai is. I'm pretty sure it's spelled like. Uh, that's what I was thinking of for sure. Yeah. Because that's what they that's what they had to use instead of yeah, when saying I the synagogue, name. That's what, that's what they would say. Um, and the rabbi was even talking about. Um, so it, it it translates to Lord, uh, or sovereign, like your sovereign, your Lord, whatever. Um, but he was talking about how some people feel like even that's too formal. Some Jews believe, oh, that's too formal. It's too close to, yeah. to it or whatever. You don't say anything in reference to some shit, which I'm sure that debate's probably been going on for fucking centuries. Yeah. And that's probably why it's like Bob and all this and there's all that confusion, but it all is reference to the same God. But we have to look into the idea of if they are sons of L or not, because that's what I... That's just where my whole, I guess, standpoint comes from. Because if they, it it comes from like an original text that they 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 stopped including. I'm pretty sure, or they denounced later on, where it it originates that these are the sons of of El, but then it gets later dismissed. Well, we are the sons of El. They they refer to shit like that all the time. We are the sons of Al. But Israel. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why do you need to make up Yahweh and Baal and we're not just worshiping the main thing? Like, that's my point. It's like this weird control or this weird misleading, misguidance or co-opting or I don't know what exactly it is, but it makes me skeptical of it. Like... I still read the knowledge or take the knowledge, but or in like the stories and so con- wait, you're skeptical them. because they keep changing them. Like, why does it have to not just be one thing? Like, why did why is it Yahweh worship, Baal worship? So as I was saying, it's because there's many Orthodox, unorthodox Jews, and it's always been a thing forever. But one agreement is the name of God is Yahweh, but you're not supposed to say that. It is he. It's I. I don't know if it's one of the Ten Commandments, but he says not to fuck say it somewhere in the Torah. So they can't say God. And then they use Elohim, but they felt like, I'm sure, they felt that was too formal. So they changed it to Baal or whatever the fuck. And then that was too formal <laughs> because, it's, it's, because Jews, Orthodox Jews, they get very, uh, <laughs> uh, and especially back then, it's like your religion it means a fucking lot to you. So they're going to change shit. Um, plus, you know, and then they're spread out and different things. And different languages are going to get tied in. Like, Hebrew was brought back from the fucking dead type shit. It was, like, as a language, not people. But, because uh, Hebrew was fucking not used for the longest time, I'm pretty sure. And then they were like, we're getting too far away with all these fucking names, like you're saying. We need to go back to just reading the fucking Hebrew text. Fuck translating it to Yiddish yeah. and translating it to fucking this and that. And fuck that. That's pretty much... Yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I think it's all, it's all, like... It's all. It's just too far. Like, it's been too mutilated, in my opinion. Like that's how I feel about Christianity, and that's why yeah. I 
turned more towards Judaism uh, because, well, now they're just like, fucking, when I was asking the rabbi, like, shit about Torah or whatever, because we didn't have enough fucking people at the, because uh, you need at least 10 worshiping Jews uh, at synagogue to read from the Torah because it's supposed to be a communal thing, you know? Um, <clears throat> well, we didn't even have 10 people there, so we couldn't do that. Um, I think it actually has to be men, specifically 10 men, but I don't know. We didn't read from it much, but when I asked him a lot of questions, he would just say, learn Hebrew, because there's a lot of shit. It's like, this doesn't translate all that well, and that's why they just decided we're going to just go back to the original Hebrew text, stop trying to translate it and all this shit. Um, and they have like little, like colloquial things like, oh, you can, here's what it is. But next, like in the shit, it was literally this side of the page is the translation. This side of the page is the actual Hebrew writing. Okay. Um, because as you said, it starts to lose its fucking meaning. It starts to get too diluted. And I feel like that's a big thing that's happening with Christianity because now there's Catholicism, fucking Lutheranism, uh, other ones that I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta just like I guess study uh, more I, about each of the Abrahamic religions because I don't know much. Like, I only know the basics, I guess. But to me, it's just like I don't know if I could ever bring myself to like go to an institution anymore. Like. It just seems like they're 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 all like part of the same thing. Like I know you got small churches, synagogues, etc. They're they're really cool. They're connected, but like it's just I guess like it depends if you want the community or not. That's my thing. Like if you don't if you don't think you need that community, then like like a place to gather then then it's fine but like if you want that then that's fine too but it's just like i'd rather just like study them myself and like worship what i want to worship so i agree you you don't have to worship but i think it you know i went because it's it interests me and to experience firsthand what they're doing is well fascinating um you want to experience it that's that's fair that's fair enough for me yeah so um, what the what was I gonna say? Something else I was gonna say to what you were saying, but continue. I apologize. I don't know. It's just like to me, like any like if I don't necessarily look at it like it's a great thing. Other than you have guidance and principles for your life, if you're a part of any kind of like organized mainstream religion, I guess. Like if you're a part of Judaism or islam or anything it's like it just is great that you have structure to your life that you're finding like helps you and is bringing you peace and enlightenment hopefully in your life but like it baffles me how you can like pick a side i guess like it's crazy yeah it's just crazy to, it, it's hard to pick it's hard to pick a team yeah <laughs> that's my thing so um on the community thing, uh, so I know Crowder says it a lot. Um, I think Peterson said it as well. But everybody has a God-shaped hole in their heart, as I say. Um, 
that you'll fill with something. Um, and Peterson also talks a lot about Jordan Peterson. Obviously, I'm talking about mm -hmm. the books visible in the camera <laughs> for the audience because I know you know. But uh, JP, yeah, Dr. Peterson was saying um, something along the lines of like one of the other big benefits to religion, not only you know the moral guidelines and all, but it's the communal aspect. It's something you do all the time. And I'll agree, I was talking with people when I went to fucking, uh, when I celebrate Shabbat and go to synagogue. Um, I talk with people way older than me and just have like good, real conversations and have that sort of communal sense. And that was a lot of the benefits to it of going is that communal sense. And I feel like people nowadays, and Crowder talks about this a lot, um, but fucking, I big time agree is like people have, fill this God-shaped hole because everyone's become so secular, atheistic, or whatever the hell they are now. Yeah. Now, you know? And we're also so detached from our own local communities. People go online, and that's why this political sphere has gotten so fucking divided it's because people are filling it with that, with their other mm -hmm. ideologies. Because you want to have a community of people who share the same similar moral values as you because if you walk in a synagogue, you know, hey, at the very least I know we both worship the same God. We both have the same overall principles. You walk into a fucking bar, well, that guy might be a fucking hick and that guy might fucking want to cut kids' dicks off or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and you you don't know. You can maybe try to tell by the way they dress, but that's not always yeah. fucking a sure shot. And then it's I like, even mean. so, how do you go up and start a conversation? Whereas that communal aspect, um, you know, you go up and you, can start talking about, oh, what would you think of the service today? And then that can spawn a conversation. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, I just think that that's, uh, that is a true thing about religion. Yes. Yes. I think that is a true thing about many other things. Maybe just a general aspect of life that anything that you can do, like, almost communally except for like some stuff is like it's great like to be active and a part of the community as long as you still get your time is like amazing like i'm thinking if it's like you're in a sport or you're into collectibles exactly, or you're into not everybody has that kind of thing right and back in the day it's right like, and that's know, what i'm saying like yeah, if you're just limited to like a bar or a club if or some stupid shit that working, sucks yeah if you're limited to work and then the same few friends or whatever the hell it's like that was a way too of like okay we all live in the same fucking town while we know every sunday we're gonna get together or saturday if jewish get together and you know we're gonna pray and whatever and then we you know have a service after right. and we can talk and we can communicate with our yeah. fucking neighbors yeah and i agree with you with the part that it's like like, I thought about this, too, initially. Like, a huge part of it is that you're there to, like, hopefully practice the same faith, right? Like, that's pretty much... You don't go to, like, a, a Christian church to practice, practice Islam or something. No, you go there to practice the same faith. So, it's, like, that's huge, too. Like, but that's with anything, I guess, really. Like, if you're there to... But the same objective or same intentions or same place of heart and mind, then like that's really like the ultimate feeling, like for anything. So it, 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 I understand that. That's like a huge, like, 
attraction for fucking uh, organized religion and shit like that, like institutional religion. But it's just like, damn, that shit kind of feels culty a little bit. (laughs) No, dude, I went to I went to an actual church once. And I made a mistake. We went to a Catholic church, and that shit felt real culty. Everyone oh yeah, in the fucking white robes. The small, the small Catholic churches feel real. No, culty. it was, it was like, it was fairly big actually. But I went it was to a like big one. All the the glass panes, all the like. I think the fucking architecture is fucking beautiful. I love that. Bro, shit. there's there's but theories when that, they're given yeah. a service and they're in all these white robes and all this shit, it's very yeah culty feeling. And I mean, what the hell is the rabbi wearing? The rabbi does he, he have was, some getup? I mean, he kind of wears whatever the fuck, and he has to wear um, a certain, uh, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, the like scarf that they yeah. wear, it's like the, the yeah. white and the blue, and it has to have fringes or whatever, wear that, and they have to wear one of these. Yes, sir, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, yarmulke or kippah, if you want to use the Yiddish term, I think kippah is Yiddish, yeah. but uh, we've been going for an hour 30, I think we should cut this one off here. Episode Numero yeah. Uno and talked about fucking a. <laughs> a lot of shit. Yeah, we talked about uh, Paradise Lost, and that's pretty much the central theme of the it whole thing. Supposed to, and then we talked about music for a good like hour there, actually. Yeah. But the soul, things that feed our soul. Music feeds my fucking soul. Yeah, exactly. That's tied in directly. Yeah. So. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Love y'all. Give yourself a kiss. Mwah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thanks and welcome for uh, watching a fucking first ever episode. Make sure to rate on whatever the hell you're watching this on. uh, Comment and subscribe to our Patreon. I know this episode's up on a Tuesday, but from this point going forward, Thursdays at 6 p.m., you tune in on your favorite podcasting network and find us there. Uh, is that all? Is that yeah, that's it all? about everything. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> about it. Thanks for watching. Uh, I don't remember what the first episode was about now, but yeah. Babies. Babies. I think it was about the soul.